Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Hope Life Podcast, a podcast that allows you to hear the hearts of Hope Church pastors and leaders through real conversations about life, ministry, vision, and goals, or some of the exciting ways that God is working through their specific ministry or congregation. This is a great resource for our church family, and we're so glad that you're taking the time to listen to today's episode. Hopefully, we will all leave today's conversation more inspired to passionately follow Jesus and make Him visible as together we live the hope life. What's up, Hope Church? Welcome to another Hope Life podcast. I know it's been a few weeks since we've released an episode, and that's because first and foremost, we are pastors, not podcasters. And it's been an incredibly busy season. Uh, The last several weeks have included a lot of traveling uh, for the sake of the ministry of the church, and then also it's included some tragedy. There have been some incredibly tragic deaths, and uh, we grieve the loss of those family members, and uh, saying goodbye to them makes us look forward to heaven even more. There was an old song that they used to sing in the church that I grew up in, I've got more to go to heaven for than I had yesterday. And the longer we live, the more we have to go to heaven for. We're excited because Easter season is here. Uh, In just a few days, we'll be gathering as a church on Good Friday, having a great time as we remember the cross of Christ in light of the resurrection of Christ. Then Sunday morning, we'll be coming together at all of our Hope Church locations to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Every Sunday is a celebration of the resurrection an acknowledgement of the resurrection, but Easter Sunday is that day when you just take the biggest spotlight and you put it squarely on the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And, you know, you always hope people are going to clap a little louder, say amen a little louder, sing a little louder, smile bigger, be more joyful. And uh, if the church is dead on an Easter Sunday morning, what a horrible reflection on even the very meaning of Easter, that Jesus Christ is alive. And the Bible says, because he lives, we will live also. I also think about the verse, he's made you alive in Christ Jesus. So you and I have experienced a spiritual resurrection, which gives us every reason to celebrate the bodily resurrection of Jesus. And so I pray that Easter is going to be incredible that you're going to be inviting your friends and family, work harder than you've ever worked before to have somebody with you when you gather with the church Easter Sunday morning. You know, COVID has kind of knocked a lot of things in the head, and I read an article this morning where the author of the article was talking about the fact that only about 67% of people have come back to the church gathering, only about 67%, and he was saying you know, pretty confidently, they're not coming back. They're gone now. Well, let's prove him wrong. Let's get in touch with somebody. Let's have that conversation. Let's step into that space. Let's push that envelope. Let's talk to somebody about the fact that they need to gather with the church, that they need to be in community with the church. And and not only are we excited about Easter, but we're also excited about Well, what we're going to be talking about today, Hope Church Halifax, the very first church that we ever planted, is celebrating this coming weekend, April 
I think that'll be April the 10th. They're celebrating their 10th anniversary. So the 10th on the 10th. I haven't even thought about that. But they're celebrating their 10th anniversary. I'm looking forward to being there. And uh, today we're just going to talk to Pastor Jesse about the last several years, what God has done in Halifax, how that can be an inspiration to your specific church location, and uh, what they what they're seeing God do even in this 10th year of ministry. So, Jesse, how's it going? It is going great. It is going great and just really good hearing you talking about Easter, the resurrection. Uh, I'm super excited about our uh, 10-year anniversary service coming up this weekend, but also just, you know, the Good Friday service, Eat Resurrection Sunday. Um, it's just a, it's, it's one of my favorite times of year. And so I love this time where we come together and celebrate the fact that our Savior is risen. So Amen. it's going great. Well, you know, this past Sunday, I, I talked about Mary Magdalene. Jesus was dead, and she still called him Lord. At least she thought he was dead. I, I, need, I need to correct that statement. She thought he was dead, and she still called him Lord. And she came to the tomb, and, you know, anointing his body with spices was an act of worship for her. I believe Mary Magdalene was so convinced that Jesus was Lord that she was willing to worship him even if he was in a grave, even if he was dead. And, you know, so many religions, so many of the world's ancient religions, they still worship around tombs. They worship the decayed bodies of those that they viewed as their leaders and their spiritual leaders and their gods. But how awesome is it that Christianity is the only religion, well, the only true religion, uh, but it's the only religion that celebrates an empty tomb and a risen Savior. Amen. Yeah, I was reading this morning uh, from John 20, I believe it was John 21, I uh, the story of Thomas. And after Jesus resurrected and first appeared to his disciples, Thomas wasn't there. So they're telling him about it later. And he, you know, we, we have nicknamed him Doubting Thomas, but we probably all would be in the same boat where he didn't really believe it at first. And he said, unless I see him, unless I touch him, well, then when he did meet the risen Christ, he says, my Lord and my God. And, uh, you know, not just Lord and God, but my Lord, my God, and how that encounter with the risen Christ changed his life, his perspective. And uh, I hope that's the case with everyone. When we we know we have met the risen Christ, it, it changes who we are. Yeah, I don't think, you know, I think the, I think the equivalent of somebody not knowing that they've encountered the risen Christ would be like Lazarus not knowing that he had been raised from the dead. Exactly. I don't think Lazarus was confused about the fact that he was dead and he was made alive. Right. You can't have an encounter with Christ and not be changed. Amen to that. Well, Jesse, have you been busy preparing for the 10th anniversary? Ah, uh, super busy. Uh, but it's good. It's a good thing. But uh, just trying to work out all the details with everything going on. We have some things on the building we're trying to get ready uh, for this. And so it's just been a very busy time, but but an exciting time as well. Um, you know, I've been here a little over six and a half years uh, and just seen God working. But the fact that 
10 years ago. And I remember, I wasn't even part of Hope Church back then, but I remember, you know, 10 years ago, you talking to me about uh, this church plan. It's hard to believe it's been 10 years. It, you know, it's crazy to think about that. And uh, the fact, you know, that we were actually having conversations here in Danville um, about the fact that God had given us given us people from Halifax County and that that was a difficult drive from Halifax County to Danville. It's not that far, but for some reason it feels a lot farther than it is because of the drive. And we knew they were inconvenienced, but that they were faithfully attending here. And for several years I'd been saying, I just believed we were supposed to plant a church in Halifax County. And, and when God sent those people, it was, okay, this is God letting us know it's time to make this move. And we didn't realize all the sacrifice that that was going to include. We didn't realize how unprepared we were. And uh, to be honest, how ignorant we were. We, we wanted to plant a church. We really didn't understand what that meant, what, all that that included. But now to look back and think that that's been 10 years ago, that it's been over 10 years ago since Randall and I were walking around in that rundown space downtown that ended up requiring all of that work. And he and I had no idea because he and I, we probably couldn't even build a rabbit gum. We had no idea what was going to be involved in fixing up that building. But we just were excited about what we believed God would do over 10 years ago. Isn't that insane? It is. Uh, time just flies. And uh, that old building, um, I, knew, I know we outgrew it, and it was uh, falling apart, and we had to leave. But I miss that old building. Uh, that, that building had a lot of character, had a lot of uh, just really cool aesthetics to it. And uh, just that was... You know, of course, my first Sunday, we had like 15 people. So to me, even though I wasn't here at the very beginning, that just represents to me the, uh, the beginning uh, of my journey here with Hope Church Halifax. Yeah, well, you know, it started out stronger and then went through some difficulties. And, and to be honest with you, Jesse, there was a time when it seemed as if the enemy was going to successfully put an end to that church plant, which would have meant all the investment and all the work and, um, you know, the massive amount of money it required, all of that was going to be for nothing. As a matter of fact, uh, I don't know if I've ever even told you this, but I can remember crying because I was so fearful that it would represent such a major failure in ministry that people wouldn't trust me to ever go forward with ever planting another church again. It was that close to, I think this is going to end. I think we're going to walk away from this. But there was just this commitment. I'll never forget the day I looked at Matt Irby. And Matt was just one guy. And, you know, Matt's a great guy, but he's not a multimillionaire or anything. He's not the guy who could fund the whole operation that's not what motivated me to do this, but I said to Matt, Matt, if you're willing to stick in, we're willing to stick in. If you're willing to go forward, then we're willing to go forward. And he said, I'm here. And I said, okay, then let's march on. 
not even realizing that the biggest days for that church were to follow that storm. So describe to us, Jesse, what it was like coming in on the heels of that. Um, well, you know, you and I have been friends forever, it seems like. And, um, you know, during that time, I was in a transition myself. I was, uh, I was leaving a ministry and heading to another one, and I had tried reaching out to you several times and couldn't get in touch. I didn't know at the time that you were going through uh, all of this here. And then um, when you reached out to me about coming here to Halifax, you know, I'm sure a lot of people have heard this story many times, but I told you no several times. And I said no, uh, but until they can find a, another pastor, I will come and, and preach and fill in until they can. And so like I said, our first Sunday, uh, it was just Tammy and I that came um, my my girls who were younger at the time they they didn't come with us and uh, there was like 15 people and uh, afterwards you called me again and I was like no uh, but uh, I'll, I'll come back and preach and so I did that uh, several times and then God just put this place on our heart the the people on our heart we just fell in love with them and I remember that that last time we were driving away and knowing that if I didn't accept this, that it might be the last time I was here and saw these people. And I just, it just, it uh, really burdened me. And so I spent, uh, spent a week just in fasting and praying and asking God's direction. And, and by the end of that week, it was really clear that I was supposed to be here. And, and so called you. And, and when we made the decision, uh, this was, July, the end of July in 2015, and because of schooling and all that, we literally had two weeks to leave where we were, to find a place here, to move here, and, and get everything ready, and uh, man, it God just opened up the doors. We got here. It was a whirlwind, and it just seems like it's been uh, wide open ever since we got here. Well, you have no idea how hard I was praying that you would say yes. <laughs> um, I was, look, every Sunday that you were there, God, please do something miraculous. Please give them, you know, great services and great worship times. And please like save 500 people on one Sunday. So <laughs> Jesse will know he's supposed to be in Halifax. You know, I just, Jesse, I really felt like you were the right man for that, that place and those people. I still feel like that. I've never questioned that. And by the way, I think God has affirmed that because we early on had conversations about the fact if we can just see the church grow to 50. And I remember you and I having conversations where we were trying trying to plan ways to make the church more accessible in hopes that if there can just be 50 people. And I remember you calling me the first day that you had over 50. And uh, do you remember that? Oh, absolutely. Yes, I do. And it was like, okay, it's on now. Yeah. And uh, because, you know, 50 people in Halifax gathered as a church, that's larger than, than a lot of the uh, church congregations in that community. And so 50 people, that was pretty serious, you know, especially considering where it came from. And then 50 and then 100 
and then 150, and then 200, and then 200 plus, and then youth ministry exploding, and just everything that's happened, and the people that God has sent there that you would have never imagined, gifted people um, that have made an investment in that local church. It's been an amazing six years. Oh, it really has. It's been absolutely amazing. And, you know, you were talking just a little bit ago about not even knowing if the church was going to survive and if it was going to go on. And, uh, you know, I'm just so thankful that he says that this is his church. He said, I will build my church. And uh, he he looks over our our ignorance. He looks over our shortcomings and uh, he uses us and, and does amazing things. And actually, I think I was talking to you about this yesterday. And, you know, I, I, I don't say this to just try to sound super spiritual or anything, but this is 100% just God working and blessing uh, with, um, you know, all the, all the kids and the teens and young adults and the, the families that, that God has brought here. It, it, it's just absolutely amazing. I hear, I hear all the time about churches struggling and they don't have any young people and, and stuff. And, uh, man, I'm just, I'm just so thankful, uh, for the blessing of God and what he's, what he is doing here in, in Halifax County, Virginia. Yeah. It's pretty incredible to think, you know, that right now before COVID the average church attendance was 60 or less. I don't, I don't have the exact math in front of me, but if only 67% of people have returned to church nationally, uh, that means there's been an incredible decrease even from 60. And then also you and I, Jesse, in the ministry that we've been involved in recently have been experiencing that a lot of congregations are dying. Mm -hmm. That's only been accelerated. And to see Halifax in the midst of all of this continue to flourish, it it's unexplainable. It is, but but so encouraging. You know, we did, you know, like everyone else, take a hit during all the COVID stuff um, that was going on. But we we never stopped. We just kept going forward, and and through through all of that, God had God has brought people here that, you know, they were, they were like, you know, we're, we, we need to march on. We don't want to stop. And, uh, so it's, it's just been exciting to see how God has continued to bless and grow through, through all of that pandemic, all that time and, and where we're at now, um, coming on the other side of that. So Jesse, if you would share about two or three of your favorite memories Two or three of your favorite memories that you've experienced while serving as pastor there, and then maybe a couple of the main reasons that you believe God has has blessed and used Hope Church Halifax. Oh wow! Uh, See, so put me on the spot here. Uh, two or three memories. Um, I mean, obviously, what I was talking about just a little bit ago about our, our first coming here and getting settled in in Halifax, getting to know the area and the people here, um, you know, just those just those beginning beginning stages there. Uh, I'll never forget that. That's always uh, going to be really, really special to me. Um, and then, 
and, and this is going to sound weird, but that whole time of us needing to have another building, uh, we were outgrowing the one we were at, and uh, it w- the building was so bad it was it was falling down around us when it would rain. It would literally rain in the building, and and I think I think we looked at every building in Halifax County trying to find something, and and then it get, it got to the point to where we had to leave. And um, for four months, we met in the movie theater. Uh, we would cu- roll up on a Sunday morning, set up, have our service, and then have to take down before they started showing movies. And mm. it sounds weird, but that was, you know, looking back, that was such a, a bonding time and, and seeing everybody coming together and the fact of, you know, we went from a building to being mobile, but yet we just kept marching on and people kept coming. And even, even in that, there was an excitement. Um, so those two, and then, you know, probably the third would be when we finally got the building we're in now, you know, God just miraculously uh, provided this one. We had looked at it over a year before and um, the price they were, they were asking was not even feasible. And then so year, year and a half later, I called back and the, the guy was like, yeah, I remember talking to you. And, and um, I said, I know you were saying this, but we just, there's just no way we could do that. And so I was just calling back. I see it's still available. And, and the fact that the price that they offered it to us and they said, we know there's a lot of work, so you're going to have first year free. I about, I about fell over. I think I immediately <laughs> called you and yep, told you, you about it. And, um, and then we spent, we spent probably four or five months working here as a church family, like 12, 14 hour days, just here working and getting this, this building ready. We didn't, we didn't contract out any of the work. We did it all of ourselves and, and being here every day with the, the people, uh, working. That was, that was a really neat time, um, you know, actually, those were long and exhausting days, but man, I miss it. I miss spending the, those days. So those are probably my my three favorite memories, just right off the top of my head. I know if I had time to think some more, I'd come up with some more. But th- those were some really special times. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite memories was the river baptism. Yes, man, uh, that's something we try to do every year um, around July. Is we, we move our whole service out to the river. Uh, we have communion, baptism, and then uh, uh, just have a big potluck meal and hang out. That, those, that's always a, something that everyone looks forward to. That's, that's amazing. Yep. And you know, one of my favorite memories, Jesse, and, and it, it, was, it was a big moment. I know it doesn't sound big probably to people as they listen on the podcast, but the first leadership retreat we had when there were people who were leaders from the family of Halifax and then from the family here in Danville, and they came together at that one leadership retreat. People were having conversations, getting to know each other, and it really made it real. Wait a minute. There are other people who are just as much Hope Church as we are. Yeah. That was a big deal. It is. Um you know, that first one, and then even up to the one we just had recently, it's, and the things that we do together, it's really neat to see that it's not just Hope Church here in Halifax, but we're part of a larger family, um, now 10, 10 locations, and 
we all get to get together and have the same vision, the same same passion. Yeah. So, what are a couple of reasons you believe God is using Hope Church Halifax? A couple of reasons you believe that you guys have seen Him bless you in an incredible way. Um, I would think the 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 main thing is because truly it's all about Jesus. I know I know a lot of churches say that and um, you know say it's all about Jesus, but but then it's really more about the pastor or it's really more about traditions. It's more really more about certain rules that, that they have set up. Um, but, but it truly is all about Jesus. And, you know, our, our uh, mission statement, our vision is, is passionately following Jesus and making him visible. And so when we just make much of Jesus and we get rid of the distractions and we get rid of the junk that I'll say that hinders people from truly coming to him. Uh, we've had people, we've had people show up here and, and, uh, you know, one in particular that, that just comes top of my, uh, in my mind that showed up here and, um, you know, I guess in most standards would not be welcome in most churches. Uh, but he came and, and we talked with him and, and after a few weeks, you know, he's like, Hey, can I talk to you? And, you know, he, he's like, I'll just be honest with you. I'm an atheist. He said, but I think maybe I'm moving more toward ag- agnostic. And, and so we just had conversations for weeks and weeks and, and ended up coming to Christ and, and is just on fire for God now. I mean, passionate wow. about God and just the fact of it wasn't what he looked like and, and fitting into a certain mold, but it was loving and pointing people to Jesus. And, and, and I think when we do that, we get out of the way and God's able to work. Man, I could not agree more. I love that vision statement, passionately following Jesus and making him visible. Um, I got into an argument <laughs> with some Southern Baptist leaders because they were trying to do a class on vision statements. And they said ours didn't qualify as a vision statement. And of course, that ruffled my feathers. <laughs> no, you couldn't be more wrong. The reason we make disciples is because we're passionately following Jesus. The reason we serve the poor is because we're passionately following Jesus. The reason we're planting churches is because we passionately follow Jesus. The reason we're, I just started going down the list. Everything we do is because we're passionately following Jesus. So if you want to call us a church that reaches the lost and makes disciples, you would call that a vision statement. We, we call that passionately following Jesus. Right. <laughs> a church that reaches the community through welcoming diversity. You, you call that a vision statement. We call that passionately following Jesus and making him visible. So I love that vision statement. Well, Jesse, what do you have planned for this weekend, bud? Um, well, um, for the, for the service on Sunday, we have, um, just some, you know, the, the, the worship team has been practicing, um, just to lead us into a celebration. You know, I think we, as, as Christians, we have, we're really bad at celebrating. Uh, yes, you look back are. at the, you look back at the old Testament and a lot of the celebrations that they would have the celebration feasts and, and stuff that would last for a week. And, um, you know, we were not really <laughs> that good at celebrating. So I really truly want it to be a time of celebration. So it's just these songs are all about just magnifying him, thanking him, praising him. Uh, we have a, putting together a special 
like a, a history reminder video of where God has brought us and up to this point. Uh, then we have uh, you, uh, you're going to be here speaking. And then we have Pastor Randall, who was the, the, you know, the founding pastor of Hope Church Halifax. He's flying in. And so I'm going to have both of y'all here talking about um, just the beginning and the, the journey and then, and then giving us a challenge. Uh, okay, well, what, what, what's the challenge for the next 10 years? And so it's, and then, and of course, it's followed by a big uh, potluck meal. You know, we're going to have just a time of <laughs> eating and fellowshipping and, and uh, a great time around food. I just figured Matt Irby was going to pull out the grill and, uh, and just grill some great food. Man, you guys, y'all know how to do food right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Early on, <laughs> early on, I, I was probably only here a few months. And, and uh, Matt, who, like, he could make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and it'd be the best peanut butter and jelly sandwich you've ever made. Like, I don't, he is just amazing, whatever he makes. But we were having something coming up, and uh, he asked me, he said, do you think maybe, you know, would it be all right if we had some food at this thing? And I said, Matt, you will never hear me say, I don't think we should have food there. <laughs> you know, it's like, we <laughs> always should have food. And so, man, we, we, eat good and we always have a ton of food and, and some really good food well i'm looking forward to celebrating the 10th anniversary um i want to call on the entire family of hope church be praying for this celebration pray that there will be people who come to faith in christ pray that uh, the congregation will grow as a result of this that they'll meet new people in halifax who step back and say wow we didn't know that God had used this church in these great ways and that he had done all of these amazing things with these people. So make sure and uh, be praying for the 10th anniversary celebration. Jesse, I'm so glad that God brought you to the family of Hope Church and the difference you've made, not just in Halifax, but the difference you've made for the entire family is nothing short of amazing. Well, family, Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Hope Life Podcast. Hopefully we'll get back in a better rhythm and uh, things will calm down just a little bit and we'll be able to have more conversations with you. Don't forget, work hard to invite someone to be a part of your Easter gathering at your specific location. And then second of all, don't forget, continue to be an advertisement, a living, breathing advertisement for the Hope Life podcast. Get people at your specific location to subscribe. I mean, randomly walk up to people and say, are you listening to the podcast? If they say no, then make sure and help them subscribe. All right, God bless. We'll talk to you next time. Until then, we'll just keep passionately following Jesus and making him visible.